Hello everyone, I'm Lucy Alderson, talent reporter here at EG and welcome to the third live episode of EG's Rewire podcast where we meet our fabulous future female leaders. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining us today. And if you're thinking, what does she mean again? Well, you've obviously missed the first two excellent episodes, but fear not, head to www.egi.co.uk forward slash rewire or eg's linkedin page and you can watch all of those previous episodes too so throughout these podcasts we will be finding out from our future female leaders just what the program has been like what they've learned so far and any aha moments they've been experiencing um and all of this is going to be building up to our exciting and much more importantly inspiring grand reveal on the 8th of october And if you want to register to join us on the 8th of October, our website to secure your place will be popping up throughout this podcast, perhaps even right now. So give it a click. So almost enough from me. But before we meet today's future female leaders, we do have to say an absolutely huge, massive thank you to all of our partners from across the industry who have helped bring this project to life. So roll call here. Thank you so much to ACOM, Cluttons, DLA, Piper, Greystar, Grosvenor, Knight Frank, Nuveen and Wilmot Dixon and of course our training partner Ginger Public Speaking. Right so let's take a look who is in the hot seat or plural hot seats today. <laughs> so welcome to Helen Lowe, Business Development Director at BW, Emily Hamilton, Senior Sustainability Manager at Grosvenor and Alana Hasek, Senior Associate in the Real Estate Team at DLA Piper. Hello, everyone. How is it going? Hi, Hi Lucy. Hi, Lucy. <laughs> Hello. How are you feeling at having a camera in your face right now? It's quite strange. But it's <laughs> We're all friends here. We're all friends here. Um, so, how? First of all, most importantly, how have the sessions been for you so far? They've they've just been absolutely brilliant. I think that. Um, everybody's just been saying how fantastic it's been to get to know such a great group of of women um, but also the transformation that I've sort of seen in myself but also in everyone else has been really exciting. That's great. What about Helen? What about you? Yeah 100% I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I kind of came on sort of almost quite last minute but it's just been it's just been incredible so far. I think the main thing is all the women have been been fantastic and really supportive of each other you've all got um, a whatsapp group haven't you we do yeah. we do <laughs> <laughs> yeah is that a lot of chat you... on there so no it's oh, good that's really it's good really good oh that's great and emily what about you i think it's great because it helps keep us motivated outside of the sessions as well and we can kind of share and support each other as we're going so that's been really useful i think what really struck me was just as everyone else has said how fantastic all these other women are and it's just feels really special to be part of this yeah yeah I'm really interested to hear from you guys like what your goal was um at the start of this process what you most wanted to get out of um the the training program and have these have these goals changed at all um how about Helen what how how, what about you I think for me is personally it's just really to work on my development as a leader Mm. um I think it's almost something quite new to me but I'm really starting to think about my future and it was just to build my confidence and work out my different sort of strengths and weaknesses and really play to them. Um, I don't think they've changed too much so far. It's been it's just been a really good experience so far. Mm. Alana, what about you? I think that um, 
I didn't really have that much of an expectation going in. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Um, and I think my focus initially was really on the, the big event in October and the aim to kind of, you know, develop myself and um, produce something great for the event. But I think it's as things go along, it's realising that actually this is a fantastic event that we're going to be putting on. But it's so much more than that. It's the network that we're building up with each other, but also the skills that we're going to take forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's sort of the longer term um, goals and things that we can get from the training that's really exciting for me now. Mm. Emily, what about you? I think it's been just in terms of expectations. I knew we were going to be talking about stories. I didn't know we'd be going so deep into what are the real challenges in our industry. And I think that's been really exciting and kind of seeing how we're all thinking about what we want to change, what we think is really great, um, what innovations we think should be happening, and having those discussions has been really, really exciting. Um, I think in terms of expectations, I really wanted to work on sort of confidence and gravitas. I think that's something that's going to be sort of continuing to build and develop and evolve. But the support that we're getting I think, and that we're giving to each other has just been, it's been really heartwarming. And we, we touched on previously, you know, you, you guys have a WhatsApp group. And I think you, you just said that, you know, the, con- the connection you have is like quite heartwarming. Um, how have you all supported each other through the process? And, and you've now kind of got a network of women. How, how kind of valuable is that? Um, for, for you guys to kind of to be to use that network to support yourself throughout your your career, Emily, what about you? Well, hopefully, it will be a, an unending network that we will grow and develop, and if we can expand to other women as well to join, um, I think it's a really strong foundation from which to build on a, a lot more. I think the main thing as well is it's been something that has totally thrown us all out of our comfort zone. I think. A few of us have a lot of experience with with public speaking, and some of us don't have any. It's a real mix, but um, it's just we're all in it together. And I think creating that kind of sisterhood feeling has been really good. But I think also just going forward, I just hope to stay in touch with everyone and, and really support each other through our careers. We're all from very different um, parts of the industry, so we can hugely help each other. I think as well what's really nice is it's the network amongst each other but it's also it's such a talking point with other people um, so it's the network that you're building by talking other people being really interested in this program and speaking to you about it I've had clients who I haven't spoken to for a really long time emailing me and saying oh it's so brilliant that you're doing this scheme and I know someone else who's on it and it's really surprised me by you know the the ripple effect I guess of other people coming forward who just want to hear more about the scheme mm. that's really interesting and like in terms of you know that ripple effect which has already started as a result of this program um can you can you give like an example of um maybe somebody who, who's younger a younger female who's come up to you who may have been experiencing a problem or wanted some advice from a future future female leader have you have you kind of uh, been approached by by anyone in in your own business or indeed you know like Alana you were saying um, by by other clients um, about the training sessions you've had so far and just like asking for advice in general yeah I mean there have been quite a lot of associates in my team who've been really excited to see somebody more senior than them going out and doing something like this I think 
you know, I'm probably um, one of the more senior mem- female members of the team, and it's the first time that anybody's sort of done anything like this. Um, so people were really interested, particularly in the sort of presentation skills side of it and finding out some tips that they can use. Because I think lawyers tend to have a bit of a reputation for being slightly um, dull. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, everybody's really excited to hear, like, you know, some skills that they can bring and really use um, in presentations. Mm. I think I found, um, especially doing business development, I found a lot of my clients have, have been getting in touch or even, you know, picking up the phone to me. So oh, I've seen what you've been doing on the Estates Gazette and just wanting to know more about it. Mm. Um, so sort of externally and also internally in, in my company, they're all kind of, they all want to know the date that I'm going to be speaking so they can come along to support. So it's just been, it's just been really good exposure, to be honest. And is it men as well as um, women who've come up to you and here's a few yeah. express? That's really, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, definitely. What about you, Emily? Yeah, I've had lots of um, people across Grosvenor, which has been brilliant. And some junior members said, oh, God, can you come and talk to me about your experience? And, and then we talk about other issues as well. So I think that's a really good way to start to grow that conversation. Um, Have you dished out any advice? <laughs> Be authentic. I think is really important um, and the fact that there's real strengths in numbers so I think us coming together when there are uh, challenges that we think that this industry need to address I think it's been confident in those assumptions and those assertions and looking at how do we bring together everyone else with us to really overcome those issues. Mm. And. I'm going to stay on you, Emily, um, because I came along to one of the Future Female Leaders training sessions and um, spoke to all the wonderful Future Female Leaders um, about their experiences. I'm just going to um, bring up um, a few things about what what you told me about um, what you've learned during the experience so far. So um, you said that one of the challenges that women in property face is that they can often be given labels such as difficult and bullshit if they challenge the status quo. So um, I'm interested to see, you know, what have you learned through this program um, that you would take away and use to kind of handle a, handle a kind of situation where you've been labelled uh, um, words like that? That's a really great question. I think um, what I've learned is patience, and that's a really important value, but also to think about how you're framing your arguments. So we were discussing a lot about how do you bring people along with you on your journey and if they don't agree at first then can you find different ways to frame that um, that particular position so that it will benefit the people you're speaking to rather than just get frustrated because they're not hearing what you're saying. So I think patience, um, framing of the argument and I do think still being very clear that if you have that view that you don't back down from it that, but you make sure that you can find ways to explain that view to others so you can bring them along with you and I think that's what our network has been really great at so far firm and patient resilience mm. is that it resilience yeah. is a great word yeah Lucy. yeah Thank <laughs> you. I should be a future female leader <laughs> um, and Helen I'm gonna go over to you mm. now um, because you told me that um, it's been a great journey for you so far um, and it's pushed all of the future female leaders um, in your public speaking abilities and you've got to know each other as both of us individuals and as professionals as well. Um, so I'm kind of keen to understand what you've discovered about yourself through this journey. I think I've discovered I've got more balls than I thought. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, it's it's just been um, 
I think the main thing I've discovered is that just don't give up. I think so I've got a, I have a, so I'm hugely ambitious and, and work really hard. But I think it's the one thing is sort of self-belief and putting yourself out your comfort zone is probably the best thing you can ever do. Um, that's probably the main thing I've sort of I've realised, to be honest. Mm. And what kind of, uh, how have you pushed your comfort zone? What have you, is there a specific exercise or something you've had to do? That, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean we've, we've been doing a lot, sort of over the the training sessions we've been presenting, but in different sort of different formats or using different types of props or, you know, drawing pictures or telling stories. And I think it's trying to tell this, give the same message, but in completely different ways and working out what works for you. Um, I think it's just been a really good learning curve um, and being able to bring those it's of in, into the future um, every time presenting. That's great. Um, and then over to you, Elena. So um, you told me that you feel a weight of importance in being a role model for a younger generation. So what skills have you learned so far through the programme that have or will help you um, in your journey um, in becoming one of those role models? I think one of the things Emily already touched on is um, being, you know, being true to yourself, and that's something that I've really has really sort of res- resonated with me during this training process, and I think is a really important part of being a, a sort of role model for people going forward, just to show that you know, you know, I, I'm a real. One of the things people we've been discussing is being a real model. Um, you know, so I, I'm just you know human. I've got all these different things, facets to me. Um, but I can still sort of be a role model to people and it's actually that sort of normalness that that's appealing to people um, so yeah to be my true self I think um, going forward and also to have the confidence to speak up I think you know lawyers tend to be very analytical we like to think about things a lot before we open our mouths and sometimes the moment's sort of gone before you've had the opportunity to talk and I think that from doing this, I hope that I'll be a role model for people to see, you know, you can have a voice at the table, you know, speak up, you've got something important to say. There's no need to sort of wait or to bow down to somebody more senior within the organisation to say it for you. Mm, that's great. And I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked Helen as well. Um, what have you discovered about yourself um, throughout this process? Oh, it's tricky. There's lots of things. I think, yeah, that you know I, I it's sort of similar but you know I can just be yourself and I think that I've realized a little bit that sometimes I'm sort of hiding behind a slightly professional kind of veneer in what I've been doing and that actually showing more of yourself is it, it, a good thing and bringing that to the you know your stories and the things that you're talking about gives you more um, credibility makes you more memorable um, and it's almost having the confidence to do that um, which which has been really a brilliant part of the training mm. and Emily what about you I think Alana's touched on some great things already. Um, I think for me it's been about the the confidence. So in terms of I can sit back sometimes thinking about things and Kalana said you're you're waiting for the right moment and that moment's gone. So actually just giving me more of the confidence that if I think that should have a point to just say it rather than thinking about saying it. Um, I think also learning about how to frame stories so that they engage people. My topic on sustainability and my role, it's really important that we get people engaged. 
but how people engage is very, very different. So one story and one way of communicating may work for a handful of people, but it may not work for a broader audience. So trying to learn those different techniques as to how can we use storytelling um, from, from my job role, I think has been really, really helpful. Yeah, I suppose it must be like understanding what the best medium is to put your message um, th- through and how, how best to voice that message um, to the audience that you're talking to. Is that definitely? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what I find really interesting is that um, all of our future female leaders are from across the whole of the built environment. So we've got um, construction, law, um, f- down to, you know, Gravener agents. Um, I think it's a really excellent opportunity to bring women from all areas of the built environment together um, and kind of get a real understanding about the similar or different challenges that women in these different sectors face. Um, So what are the similar challenges um, that women in the built environment face that you've learned throughout this process? And and, uh, can, can you give some examples of those? How about Emily, you kick us off. I guess one of those um, is around women believing in themselves. I think women can often, it feels from the conversations that we've had in our groups that we're not always as um, forthcoming. We may be a bit more reticent and actually having the confidence to speak up. And part of that is because the property sector is very male dominated and it's starting to change but there's still a long way to go and as well as being male dominated it's also quite um old-fashioned in some of its thinking sometimes and i think we need to be challenging more and more of that particularly as property sector in itself needs to be more resilient to being agile and develop and and change to meet the kind of meet the changing needs of its customers so i think that's been a really interesting one about speaking up um saying if you have a voice to actually want to use that voice and I think the other really interesting thing is around when women are going away to have children, how the property sector can really support them for when they're coming back to make sure that everyone feels valued and that we're, we're not just focusing on people's jobs, but we're focusing on the whole person. Mm, that's really interesting. Um, and Helen, what about, what about you? What have you kind of learnt? Of course, I think being a woman is so a very powerful thing. And I think... Um, Within the industry, as as Emily said, it's it's we are a mi- minority. I know that's starting to change, but it's a slow progression. Um, I think the main thing, as you say, I know we've touched on it, is is sort of speaking up and and having the confidence, um, and just making sure that you're always progressing and putting yourself out there. I think, you know, it's a bit like life. You, you, the more you put in, the more you get out. And I think it's never sit back and and be reserved. It's just trying to. Um, always be pushing for more mm. I think um. I think one of the um, common themes when we we're all talking about you know challenges that we've had is um, it's, uh, not for everybody but a lot of people mentioned lack of um, female role models and I think that, you know that's partly brilliant because we're all sort of sitting there saying you know that's what we really want to change but also it's made me realize perhaps that sometimes there are um, positive female role models out there you know within my organization but within the sector generally and it's maybe that I haven't necessarily been aware of it because they don't work in my specific um, team or you know with the clients that I've been working with and it's almost um, making me seek people out and bringing it to my attention that there are people out there really brilliant female role models and you know we can have more of them and um, 
I think, you know, to communicate that so people know that there are these um, brilliant role models out there and, you know, that, you know, there is a positive message as well. Hmm. And what's the, what's the scariest thing that you've had to do during this whole process? Jump up and down a lot. (laughs) 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 Trying to learn how to control your movements and make big movements and little movements. I think for some of us who are a bit more reserved, maybe introverted, that's quite a big challenge to to really use your entire body. It's also a really, it's been fantastic to explore as well. That's really cool. Helen, what about you? Yeah, I think I think it was more on the first day, you know, I, I felt like I'd prepared lo- as much as I could for it. But I think as well, we said we're, we're really finding out exactly what we're going to be doing on the first day and sort of taking that on and almost just having half an hour to quickly turn around your talk and just get up in front of everyone who you've just met and present on something which you're not fully prepared on. I think that was, that was probably the scariest thing. Um, and just trying to keep keep talking, even though you're not quite sure what you're, you know, where you're going with it but it, it's it's that whole thing of not being af- afraid to, to to explore that when you're standing up there it doesn't have to be something that's fully prepared um months in advance i think it's that spontaneity it's been really good mm. yeah well, i think that was one of the things that i found really challenging and also that one of the things ginger really um advocates not using any notes you know i think all of us if we don't have a lot of time to prepare something um, we'd all go with like our little bullet point list of what we need to cover and you're not allowed anything mm. and it was actually I think a lot of us found it re- a real revelation that, you know actually this was better and it was easier and somehow being able to be more spontaneous was making it much more interesting for people to listen to mm. rather than following things by rote but it was quite challenging the sort of first few times and they're like okay you've got x amount of time to look at this topic and now get up for three minutes no notes and we were all just thinking oh. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah so let's talk about the 8th of october how are you all feeling about it <laughs> nervous yeah nervous and excited i think yeah intrepidation yeah. what is the um what is the kind of key skill that you've learned throughout this process that you're planning to use um on the 8th of october it's got to be storytelling i think the whole um, a lot of the focus of the the training on is that you know the power of stories um, and yeah weaving stories and personal stories and experiences into whatever we're doing to give it real passion and um, memorability. So I think that would be what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, hundred. It's it's bringing your personality into your talk. I think I'm kind of with mine. I'm there, but it's just really drawing on your personal experiences and trying to bring it alive. But also. It, we did a lot about kind of um, mindset and and almost like the meditation side. To, you know, you, you're controlling your mind. So when you're stepping up on stage, be in control of that. Um, I think it's some really good tools that we've been taught, um, which I shall try to remember <laughs> when I'm walking up on stage. I think also just remembering that your voice is part of it, but it's the wider body language. And that's all the great things that Ginger um, have been teaching us about how to really use your whole body, how to use the stage, how to think about how to create real presence that's going to create a lasting memory of people. Mm -hmm. So I think taking all those things forward, and when we all stand up in our first line, and making sure that that is as impactful as it can be. Yeah. What are you most daunted about? Emily? All of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think 
it feels like it's a great amount of pressure to be able to deliver something that is really impactful, is memorable, has uh, resonates with lots of people, but also challenges the industry. So us finding topics, I think we've discussed this a lot, all of us finding our own topics, and we're trying to find my topic that I think will be an important topic to talk about, but to get other people to understand why that's important, I feel like that's going to be a, a real challenge, even with everything we've learned. It's still really exciting to be sort of thinking about, well, how will the audience react to what we're going to say? Yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be such a massive achievement um, when I sort of walk off stage. But I think the main thing, I just want it to be memorable. I want people to walk away remembering my um, what I was talking about and take say, something away. Um, probably biggest fear is getting lost and forgetting what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure I'll have plenty of time to prepare. So mm. that's, uh, that's me. I think it's the size of it as well. I think we've started to get really comfortable in our, our group. Um, you know, everyone's really supportive. And you, I think you're pretty much guaranteed a positive response. Everybody gives each other constructive feedback, but it's in such a kind of warm safe place I suppose but it's the thought of it being quite a larger audience and yeah what what impact is, is what I'm having um saying um sorry what I'm saying having on people and kind of worrying about that a little bit I mm. think I think and one of the key points one of the key reasons why we set up this program is um, obviously to create future female leaders leaders of the future um and that's I suppose you know about leaving behind a legacy as well um, what, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind from from your career in, in property and 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 kind of thinking of, of, about your your wider kind of experience? You know, post post the uh, future female leaders kind of program. Emily, kick us <laughs> off. <laughs> I get the hard job. Great. <laughs> um, I think legacy is is a really it's a really important concept. I think it's something that you need to take time to think about and want to realise like, what would you actually want to be known for in, by the time you finish your career. I think in the stepping stones towards that over the next few years, what I would really love to be able to do is to encourage and mentor other women who, if they're feeling that, they, that their voices are not being heard or um, if they want to develop their careers, then to, to really be that person they can come to and ask for help or ask for experience. Um, in terms of the wider legacy, I think with property, the reason I'm in this business is that I really think it's important that we implement environmental um, initiatives that are actually gonna help fundamentally shift the way we design, manage, and achieve sustainable buildings so from that perspective I love our, the legacy to be that as an industry we are really tackling climate change we're really tackling the issues that are facing us in terms of you know, nature and degradation and what we can do but on the way and towards that journey it's how do we how does I think this group in particular and the female future leaders how do we encourage other women to really speak up and be part of that change as well Helen, what do you think? I think for me, because um, I've I've been in the property industry for about eight years now, and I, I've sort of recently had a career change about two years ago to doing business development. I was doing interior design for six years before that. So I think the thing I, I want to give away is that you don't, you know, you're not if you choose something when you finish, you're not pigeonholed in necessarily into doing that career for the rest of your life. It's 
it's having explored and so doing a different career um, and job role has been the best thing I've ever done. And I think it's the one thing is is sort of giving that message out to to, to other women that you you know don't ever feel like if you're not enjoying your role, don't feel like you're trapped. Um, feel that you can you can change that and actually you know draw on loads of different experiences to make you the person you are and never never be afraid to do that I, I was, it took me years to actually to kind of make the decision to do it and I, I wish I'd made it earlier yeah um and then it's a big legacy I think it's just for me um I really want to grow within my company and just make sure we've got a very strong team that are making a big difference to the to the industry yeah great I think big legacy as Emily said it's bit tough <laughs> on the spot Big question. um but you know i whilst it's not a pushing small your boundaries here <laughs> all part of the process um, but whilst it's not a small thing i think one thing that's really important to me in a similar way to emily is is the mentoring of other people within um, my organization uh, to start with but also within the sector um and and that's something i'd really hope that wh- wherever my career takes me um, you know, it, it remains fundamental to the person that I am, and, and that's what I really like to be remembered for. I think mm. it's really interesting because um, you say that you you want your speeches to be memorable and inspiring. Um, and what what does you know to be an inspire an inspiration mean to you in in one sentence, Emily? To be bold resilient and find ways to communicate that resonate with people good answer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult one um, I'd say just having the confidence to, to make a difference um, and be someone that can be approachable to everyone I think um, and be, be a, a dynamic person That's I think that's so important I think um one of the things we spoke about um, with the training is first step is sort of being memorable, but it's the next level. It's that you know people actually go away um, from listening to what you've said and do something with it, mm. whether that, you know even if they just tell somebody else uh, and they tell somebody else, you know the message is going further um, and it's starting to change something or at least make people consider change. I think that's a legacy in itself. Um, and I, I'm so excited to see um, and hear your speeches on the 8th of October. I think um requires a lot of courage and I really um, I really admire that. And um, yeah, super excited to uh, mm-hmm. to, to see, see what you guys have, have um, up your sleeves. Um, so I think that's just about enough from, from all of us. Um, Thank you very much um, to Emily, to Helen and to Alana. And thank you very much um, to dear listeners for tuning in. And until next time, um, it's bye from me. And uh, thanks very much.